My name is Kennedy. And it's your girl, Tarnika. And welcome to the Good for the Soul podcast. Every week, we are fully devoted to doing our soul work and are bringing you along the process. We are drawing women closer to their purpose by sharing personal stories with the Word of God while also encouraging healing, intentionality, breakthrough, and freedom. Mm-hmm, that's right, sis, because where there's purpose, there's provision. Where there's hope, there's hunger. And where there's faith, there's fruitfulness. This, this is Good for the Soul. Welcome back, gift family, to another week. We are so happy to be back with you guys. I'm super, super excited. We missed y'all. We love y'all. And we about to get into the tea. What's tea? What's tea? So today we are going to be talking about the undoing. Which I believe has a lot of parts What What is the undoing? Like, what does that even Mm. mean? Because I know that, like... We know what the undoing is, but that's because we pick up our Bibles and watch sermons. But like, what does that even, what does that concept mean? For me, it's coming out of yourself, right? And it's coming out of your way of doing things Mm -hmm. and going into God's way of doing it. It's coming out of, okay, Neek, like this is how I operate in situations and stuff like that. And I'm unlearning certain things so that I can walk this walk with God and that I can fully show up as the person he wants me to be. He's mm-hmm. calling me to be rather than self. So I think it can go back to what we talked about before me versus me, but that right. undoing piece is like unlearning the way of self and like learning what God wants you to do. So that's yeah. my form of the undoing. I agree. I mean, I feel like the undoing is, Everything that you have built up Mm -hmm. and God just taking his little gavel and like breaking it all apart. I mean, in the most beautiful way, because we know even when God breaks things, he repurposes things. So gracefully broken. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the undoing is basically everything that you have of this world or of your fleshly self, it being died and born again like a renewal Ooh, yeah. Ooh, a renewal that's what the undoing re, is re renewal let's look at that that um because it was already part, yeah re new yeah world. yeah because that 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 means that it was it's in essence already been there mm-hmm. we've done something to off track it and mm-hmm. now he has to bring up renew the new. it yeah it's like yeah. out with the old and with the new exactly that yeah. is exactly what the undoing is and is it a fun process absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> absolutely so not. do you feel like you're in a state of undoing or Child. you're more like... on the coming up out of the undoing if I'm just being honest, I feel like a lot of seasons, because I think let's let's tap into this notion. People think seasons last for like two to three weeks, maybe three months and stuff like that, right? When you can't Not in really, the spiritual world. No. A season can last for how long, however long God wants it if to last. If you don't put in the work, a season can last a lifetime. A lifetime. If so, you don't listen to God, your life could be over. And you could realize, I never did. Yeah. I was never obedient. Yeah. So, like, I feel like I'm constantly learning and mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm constantly undoing the way, again, like, I want to do things, you know. And I'm What li- is being undone in your life? Sorry to cut you off. No, but what's, be- what's being undone in your life? Let's get into it. 
in this current moment in this current moment what's undone <laughs> what did god that what you thought was doing? tied so beautifully but god took and he just tugged the ribbon and undid it you know honestly i believe in this moment in this season of my life and it's been going on for about two and a half three months now mm-hmm. um is the notion of controlling outcomes okay um the undoing in that is wanting things to go a certain way that Mm -hmm. god does not want in this season and i know he doesn't want it because there's friction there's tension Mm -hmm. the more i try to go for it and run after that right Mm -hmm. this could be relationships coming out of a season of um failed relationships with good people amazing people but just those failed relationships with family members friendships um romantic partners and things like that jobs like departing ways from them transitional seasons so i feel like my undoing right now is within the transitions itself Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of breaking myself down and stuff and understanding one i'm still deserving like Mm -hmm. i'm still so deserving in the midst of everything that's going on but it's like being uncomfortable where where god has me and the things that that he's removing so that i can continue to stay focused on him okay yeah so. and so can we have an example like that sound good that sound good but like in black and white what has god undid for you in black and white he took this from me he undid that i thought this was supposed to go this way but it went that way mm. i want to know what god undid because mm. You gave me, because you know I got to hold my girl accountable. You ah. gave me what the textbook definition would be. The undoing. But what has God undid for you recently? And sometimes undoing is good. Sometimes you're grateful that he undid it because it's like, okay. But sometimes when he undo it, it's unexpected. And you're like, wait a minute. I thought this was what it's supposed to be. So, like, what is what has God undid for you? What is he? What has the process been like? She is really gonna do this. We're gonna but do it's okay, it because we can tap into it because we definitely have some questions to get into and ask as well. Um, I believe that the undoing that guy like shifted drastically um, was in like my romantic, the romantic aspect of my life. Um, if you know me, like I don't really tap into that part just mm-hmm. because like I've always been like this private person when it comes to like dating or like in the past situationships and stuff um I feel like a lot of that kind of stemmed from like the embarrassment that I felt like at one part of my mm-hmm. date situationships you know from like social media and all these different things right um but that's just how like I've operated you know in the past and things like that so right all in all like one thing that you had brought to my attention is like humanizing myself in this because I see I think people see me and they do see me as Neek with all the capes and all that I've done in the community and all these these wonderful and beautiful things I don't don't think people realize you have blood flowing through your veins Mm. like I think people just think glitter and gold goes through your body like I don't think there's a person that thinks you bleed out that you cry out that you hurt 
that things get heavy yeah. for you. I think you look like Superwoman all the wow. time, and people don't acknowledge that. Yeah. I mean, I think if people cut you open, they would expect to find a bag of Skittles, yeah. like just something <laughs> outlandish. A bag of it's like is no. Crazy. She's a real person yeah. with real, with real feelings. feelings. And outside of her accomplishments, there's things that hurt and yeah. there's ills and there's disappointments. And I think people forget that all the time with you. Yeah. All the time. And, I, you know, people forget that. Yes. And I'm definitely going to like not like to take away from that. But it's also like if you don't acknowledge it yourself and stuff like that and acknowledge like the human in you then it's Mm -hmm. hard for other people to do that. You know, Mm -hmm. I can sit right here and like tell people all about my accomplishments and never speak fully about like the hurt that I'm experiencing and nobody would like ever know nor take the time to get to know, right? But like I told you, like when we had that conversation on the phone one day, you were just like, Neek, nobody really understands that part of you. And it's like really going to take for you to like Yeah, what I was going to say about your undoing with I'm witnessing is... I'm witnessing the undoing that I don't have to hold people accountable. What I will say is that Mm -hmm. I do see you taking more of a charge on your feelings and your boundaries and your standards. Wow. You know, and that's a, that's an undoing Yeah, because you were doing it one way and was getting you nowhere. Yeah. If we're being honest, like if we're, it was getting you nowhere. You started to see it like, go from like one relationship to a next relationship and different relationships but the same same outcomes and same results right and so we were talking about like controlling outcomes and stuff i wanted to go a certain way but i'm not willing to do the undoing i'm not willing to change my approach in situations Mm -hmm. i'm not willing to speak on my needs and speak how things are affecting me so how could you possibly expect to get different results where does that come from though Mm -hmm. your need to not speak on like stand like where where does that come from not holding people accountable i feel like it can and i think it depends for on you the per- okay yeah i was gonna say i think it depends on the person i feel like for me if we're just like tapping going deep very authentic very like transparent with my story a lot of like my standards and boundaries that resulted like with men and stuff and why i did not stand on certain things you know in relationships really stem from like the relationship that I carry with my biological dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I met my biological dad when I was seven years old and right. he was incarcerated at the time. And so we're building a relationship through, through bars, you know, through a, a glass and things like that, through phone calls. And you, you hear all these promises of what it can be. And then like when you're like face to face with this person and stuff and, mm-hmm there can be so many so much efforts there but like you're starting to hear the same thing and stuff right. so now you're starting to like make excuses for their mm-hmm. behavior you're starting to tell yourself like oh it'll be okay and stuff right. and that trick like trickles down into like relationships with other people so if you can sit right here and talk to me on a monday and then like i don't mm-hmm. hear from you until like a week and a half two weeks later and stuff like that i'm in my mind because i desire this relationship so much i believe that this is okay and right. so now that notion carried in other relationships with other people. Right. Now I think it's okay for you to go days, weeks without talking to me. Right. So you ignore things that you knew were not what you wanted, but mm-hmm. because you I let loved, happen. Yeah. I loved a person. Yeah. Real we all bad. have real yeah. bad. And so what did that undoing process? Because sometimes 
what you let slide will continue mm-hmm. and it's like okay i did let it slide yeah. for so long so sometimes when we try to undo the damage we've done because mm-hmm. at that point i dishonored myself when yeah. i went against my own um inhibition so it's like when you dishonor yourself how do you undo that dishonor because mm. it's not overnight you know what yeah. i mean like Sometimes I think of situations and I'm like, okay, I really set that precedent over this relationship though when I dishonored myself. And honestly and truthfully, when you dishonor yourself so much by going against what you need, it it really feels like some things you can't undo. Yeah. Like this bridge is burned. So for you to be in a situation like how you shared with that was the tone of your relationship with your father you know, um, being young in general, not being able really in a position to hold a parent accountable, which is no fault of your own, but understanding like, okay, men don't have to keep their promises. It can be a lukewarm relationship in in and out of my life as you please. Right. And of course, like, how do you undo that in adulthood? Like, what does that look like? A lot. Like I wouldn't say, I would say honestly, like, it took so much time because it would be things like, I don't, I don't want this. I don't want to deal with this and stuff. And so it's right. like a constant, like back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth, back and forth. And then you start to settle in the notion of like, I love this person. Like this right. is, this is love because I mean, my dad told me he loved me and this right. is how he showed up for me. So I believe like this is what it is and stuff. So I think it takes a lot of like self talks. I would say my last um, relationship, like really, showed me that like okay this is what it is and stuff like that and I shouldn't have to like constantly speak on it Mm -hmm. but like I think when you get to a point of like all right like enough is enough you know that's what it is you know stuff and um all in all like I think it takes a it's it's sometimes like a build-up you know right and a lot of situations I've been in like it was this build-up like of I don't want to do this no more and right whether it was me walking away or that person like calling it quits or whatever the case may be I think it just got to the point of like I don't want to do this no more you know yeah and sometimes you know what for me I would say I don't like confrontation at all like it I will stand don't get it twisted I will stand up for myself but I don't look forward to Mm -hmm. having like you know me yeah I don't like having uncomfortable conversations truly I do it because I it's like I'm understanding like it's necessary so I do it but I necessarily don't like it so undoing is so hard for me because sometimes just having an accountability conversation is so hard for me to get the strength to do that like I'm the type of person where I know that I like to be on time. I'm super yeah. punctual. I'm a planner. But if I have a friend that's just consistently late, I'll accept it before I confront it. And mm. so it builds this precedent in our friendship where, <laughs> yeah, it, it builds this tone in our friendship where they that's may okay. truly think it doesn't bother me because I did not stand mm-hmm. up and voice my opinion. So now you have weeks and months and years of resentment and like that person, I got to undo this terrible foundation I have built because I never, and that's like a very minimal example, but, but now I, I have to undo this foundation. That's so real because it's like, we can sit right here and create all these 
different things in our head of like mm-hmm. this person isn't doing this this person is doing that but have you ever sat down and like expressed your needs with someone right you remember i remember us having a conversation i was like i'm not even asking for so much and he was like that's your problem right that is your problem right you're not asking and you're building on nothingness yeah you're building on it and then it's like okay my friend who's consistently late the one time I'm truly offended when she's late, she don't understand. Like, girl, you know me. Yeah. I'm always late. Why are you tripping? This is something new. It's not that big of a yeah. deal, but it's always up. it's always been a big deal to me. So now I got to undo all of this slack. I didn't let slide because she don't even understand. And sometimes for me, the thought of just having to start over and erase the paper you ever made so many mistakes on a sheet of homework? You like, just give me a new page. <laughs> like I'm that be me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you literally, sometimes it's at your fault. You lose certain relationships because it's like, you know what? They may not be a bad person. They just may have never known what Ooh, you needed. Wee. Can we get into that? They may not be a they bad may person. Not be a bad they person. just didn't know what you need. Yeah. And sometimes. And now you're trying to undo it through yeah. hurt and frustration. So you wouldn't have to undo it with hurt and frustration. If you would have just set the tone correctly mm-hmm. now instead of working through things through love now you working through things through exhaustion and, and frustration, frustration and anger yeah now you're trying to undo all of this stuff yeah. when when they gave you the sheet of paper the first time you could have picked up the pencil and erased as you went but yeah. no you decided to go get the the permanent marker mm-hmm. and now you frustrated because it don't come off as yeah. easy that's why you have to honor yourself you have to honor yourself and i realized like recently Mm, this is me like being Mm -hmm. very honest confrontation enables or not even enables it makes it difficult Mm -hmm. for me to coexist with people Mm. you know it makes it difficult and this this i think when people hear coexist they're thinking like oh like what does that mean like it makes it difficult for me to be in relationships with people you know Mm -hmm. and I, i believe one thing i am currently working on in this season is that I feel like for me, I'm very direct. Like I can have these, you know me, I'm yeah. going to have a conversation. You can hold you accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable, I'm just like, mm. but I don't hold people accountable until I'm not necessarily saying until they express what has hurt them or mm-hmm. something that has taken place. I don't always initiate conflict, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm always the responder and like trying to find solutions and stuff like that. So like you said, when something has hurt my feelings in that moment, I kind of, I do, I do put myself in a situation of build up and I don't mm-hmm. think that's fair to other it's people. Not it's not to fair to them. It's not fair know? to give someone your build up. Yeah. You should have gave fair. them the foundation, but the now foundation, they get your build and that, up. That's what we're talking about, like setting the tone. So it's like, yeah. if you have done something that hurt me, Kennedy, and I haven't told you directly straight up, I'm just like, you know what? We didn't have a conversation and stuff, but in these conversations, I'm not directly telling you how right. you have affected me. I'm just responding to you. Because you're not giving me a chance to win at that point. Yeah, I'm just responding like, okay, so we can do this. But I'm not necessarily saying, you know what? You are really hurting my feelings or whatever the case may be by what you're doing. Right. And then it's almost like, how much do you value the relationship if you don't give it a fair shot? Like if they're wrong for doing what they're doing, but if you're not holding them accountable, I think one of the best presents you can bring to a friendship is accountability. Yeah. Friendship, relationship, family, everything. Accountability is key. The moment 
you don't hold people accountable to me, like you don't consider me and you don't mm. consider me being great yeah. because you don't care what I do, not on a surface level, but what I look like, how I'm represented. You don't care. You're not going to hold me yeah. accountable. You know, I need people that care about me in a yeah. sense. Yeah. So I, it's important. I believe like when we think about like the undoing, like we're really looking at a rope and we're taking those knots out. Right? Yeah. And like and being okay with initially if taking those knots out cause us to sink a little yeah. bit. Cause sometimes you're gonna sink Ooh. a whole lot before that ship propels. Yeah. You're gonna sink. Um my current undoing. Yeah. I feel like if I'm being honest, my current my current undoing in life right now is and this is gonna ruffle some feathers, but I don't feel like I have a lot of genuine friendships. Mm. I have a lot of people I know. Yeah. I have a lot of people I'm cool with, but I don't feel like I have a lot of genuine friendships. Um, And that's been hard for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's my current undoing. Just knowing that um, it's just not all I thought it was. Like the people I thought cared for me. And it's not that they don't care at all, but. I feel like fr- friendships just look different for yeah. me right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm moving different, you know, I'm, I'm going different places and I'm just, my mind is a lot different than when it yeah. was at maybe 19, 20. I mean, my mindset Probably, is different from a year ago, two months ago, two months know? ago. And two so ago. my biggest undoing right now is that I do feel like, um, I feel like, I got the right people, right? Yeah. I do have the right people, but I do have a a lot of disappointments. Like I am disappointed in a lot of yeah. people. So that's been my current undoing. Like, okay. And maybe do you believe like, and again, I think you touched base on it earlier that this person can be a good person, mm-hmm. but that goodness served in another season in another season in another season and it was only good for that version that, of me that version of you because what was good people, to her yeah. is detrimental to, to me, me right now, now. Right. i can't so take that advice all the people to... that we've we encountered like when we transition to these new because it is new we're becoming new beings and yeah. new people and stuff not all people are bad people you know right. not everything has to be a you traumatic breakup be, yeah or anything like that or a traumatic fallout and stuff it's just in this season, you don't serve me. Yeah. Wow. You're not good for this soul. Yeah. And this new being. Yeah. yeah. But you're still a good person. You're still a good person. You're still an amazing person, actually. Maybe. And maybe you're not. And maybe like you're some not of right. sometimes I know we be trying not to and maybe you're just not a good person. Because we do serve a God where there's good and there's bad. Yeah. And I'm not gonna, you know, see something bad and label it good because that's what fits your narrative. Yeah. Sometimes you are just a bad person, but sometimes you're just not good for me yeah. and that's cool. But I think my current undoing really and my friendship, I just don't feel like I have genuine people, like genuine mm. friends. Yeah. I have genuine people that need me. Yeah. I have people that need me. Absolutely. But a friend, there's no reciprocity in a lot of people I know. Wow. If I'm not pouring in, mm-hmm. nothing is coming out. What is those conversations or have you had those conversations? There hasn't been conversations because I am a serial avoid conflict. And that's a part of growth is having those uncomfortable conversations. But I'm not going to lie. I'll put it off. Like it's not something that that is not a strong area that I'm well versed in is holding people accountable. Like 
I was um, telling my best friend Tay a couple weeks ago, I was talking about my ex that I dated back in 2020. Yeah. I was like, you know, because when we broke up, it wasn't for, I mean, and I had been through a lot of things with him, but we didn't break up for a real reason to me. It wasn't like a situation happened right. like A plus B equals C. It was more of like I had a conversation with him in the light bulb, like just how uh, a bad light bulb just suddenly comes on. That's how it felt. Yeah. Um, And my my problem with him was that um, I think in a lot of my relationships, romantically and platonically, I told her, I was like, Tay, I would have been a doormat for him. Mm. I would have literally let him walk all over me and been so okay. Like if I couldn't have been the best girl in the world, cool. I couldn't even, I mean, if I couldn't have been the best girlfriend, that was cool. If I want your best friend in the world, that was cool. But I wasn't even a good enough doormat for you. I let you do whatever, say whatever, be whatever to me. I'm not even a good enough doormat. You telling me I'm not your best friend because that's what you got your homeboys for. You know what I mean? I'm not the best girl because you bring, you cheating on me. You talking, you having conversations with your ex. So at this point I had reduced myself to literally being a doormat. All I got to do here is lay here and let the door swing wide open in front of me. Come in when you want, come out what you want. I don't even do the role as a doormat good enough for you. Mm. I can't even lay here and like just let the door and I'm that I can't doormat good enough for you. Once I realized I could not doormat good enough for him. That was it for me. I was like, if I can't be a doormat, I can't be nothing. What can I be? You know what I mean? that undoing it teaches Ooh. you so much of what you what you can't go back to right what i and i know they say never say never but it's like i can't afford i to. can't afford to go back to it mm-hmm. you know i can't afford to go back to it so when we're talking about like relationships and you know the things that i expressed in the beginning of this mm-hmm. episode it's certain things that i'm not willing to do i'm not compromising yeah. and doing and stuff and i feel like when you come out of certain situations you start to see things for what it is but because if when we're you're being in it, honest yeah could you a hundred percent say that you, and and maybe you can maybe that you can can you say that you're not I mean that you're a hundred percent not willing to go certain places like for me if I'm honest in my healing now granted I don't know if I would ever go back to being a doormat but I do know I struggle with accountability mm-hmm. so I can't like I know that my love is so um just unyielding that's yeah. like that's wow. the like yeah like it's unyielding i am loyal to my own fault yeah. like to my own fault i have been i have made loyalty like a bad thing you know what i mean i wow. am loyal and to i i have literally have learned to make loyalty abusive mm. i have I can turn loyalty into a weapon and not a tool. So like, I always have to be honest with myself in this undoing, like is, you know, really undoing my mind. Like just how I said, like a lot of the disappointment I'm feeling right now in friendships is because it's my own mindset, really not holding people accountable and knowing better, but not doing Doing better. better. So sometimes with me, I think, um, 
I think I be just trying to save my own heart because I feel like people don't consider it a lot. Yeah. And so a part of me is like, I'm tired of being heartbroken. I'm yeah. tired of taking losses. So I think a lot of times when I'm not having conversations, it's not because I'm not hurt or I'm not disappointed. I just want to be the one person who cares not to break my own heart. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it shows up as yeah. avoidance. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, dang. She don't care what she say to me. He don't care what he do to me. People don't care if they late miss stuff. You know, if they do X, Y, Z to me, let me be the only person like who try to care for my heart. And unfortunately that looks like avoidance. The only way I know sometimes how to protect my heart is not, is just by not going to be. And I feel like I am. And this again could be because Mm -hmm. I spent before getting, and this is not just about like romantic relationships, but I did a right. lot of time by myself mm. for almost 11 months where I was like abstaining from doing certain things, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't tapping abstaining into from what? sex. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Like I was abstaining from sex. Um, I wasn't in school no more. So I wasn't drinking as much, right? right. I had stopped smoking back in 2021. And like, we're being honest, right? You you start to have a sober mind. Your mind mm-hmm. is clear and it's like more purity. Yeah, there's like more purity there. So within those 11 months, I started to learn so much about myself right. that revolved. I got back into therapy. It, it revolved around the undoing, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I say like, Again, never say never and stuff. I can't. I choose not to because I'm making mm-hmm. this decision, right? right? Nobody's making it for me. I choose not to go to a lot of the things I had experienced or was doing at first because of where I was within those 11 months. You know, I seen right. the extensive growth. And I think for me, I operate out of a place of I'm available, right? Mm-hmm. I try to go into situations more. And I know some people are like, oh, you're crazy. Like, you, you don't have guards up. But it's like. People don't deserve that version of me. People don't deserve the brokenness in me and stuff like right. that. So in anything, I try to go into like a clear mind, a clear space right. and stuff. And I know, I already know what risk that can come with, right? Because people will hurt you. Right. People will hurt your feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Both intentionally and unintentionally. But as long as I know the woman I, the woman mm-hmm. I am, the woman that I've grown to become, mm-hmm. I can walk away with that, right? So even right. if this person breaks my heart, even if this person does X, Y, and Z to me, sometimes it has nothing to do with you, but everything to do with them. Right. So in my undoing phases, I had, or undoing seasons with the right. S. Yeah. <laughs> undoing seasons with the S, I had to learn that like, I can still walk away with this, still feeling good. Now in the past, absolutely not. It sounds right. good to convince yourself that, but like right. where I be am. Be real about your growth. You gotta like, be real yeah. about your growth. Like, now it sound good. No, be real about where you, you at with so it. You gotta be so real because, like, if I would have been on this this platform like mm-hmm. two years ago, telling y'all, "Oh, I can walk away with something with my head still held high," right? I can't. I'm a liar. I'm, I'm still working, and you know what I've learned about my undoing is mm-hmm. I realized that again, going back to my love, like my love is so boundless sometimes that you gotta have bounds. Yeah, you gotta have walls. You gotta have boundaries, and. I've mastered boundaries, but what I realized in my undoing, because it's like, okay, I don't have boundaries. So God undid that and gave me some boundaries. But what I did was I weaponized boundaries and turned that into isolation. Wow. 
Like I, I, it's like God be giving me a tool and then I flip it into something that's more convenient. I want to do it my way. You want to do it and it feels good to do it right. your way. But it's like, no. And I, I don't want people to get me wrong. Like, oh, Neek, like you're going into situations free. Neek still got boundaries. Boundaries. Oh, you know I'm a boundary. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a boundary girl a boundary to the point where person. it takes, it, it will I, push you to. Yeah. I, I told you, my supervisor was like, Kennedy, when you're upset with people, you can make them feel like they don't exist. Mm-hmm. That's because instead of me having a conversation while I'm upset, I'll just, you got to exist to live in this world. Yeah. Like my boundaries, it's like I, I skip boundaries and just turn isolation. Because yeah. boundaries is that you're still within proximity. Yeah. But I just have certain I operate differently. My, now mine is just like, you went from existing to not existing. Yeah. I go into full isolation. Like I will have nothing yeah. instead of still having that conversation. Yeah. Do you feel like that's in the moment or do you feel like it takes? Cause for me, I feel like I can definitely operate in a sense of, okay, again, I'm very solution based. Like let's create a solution. And sometimes what I've learned is like trying to tap in, create solutions head on can kind of do more damage than just like letting right. time do its thing. But it takes, a, a great amount of mm-hmm. pushing me before I get to the point where it's like, okay, before I tweak out and go back to who I used to be and the things I used to say, let me go ahead, pause. Let me call up a friend who's level-minded or something in mm-hmm. that moment. But like, I think to exalt, to get me to exalt all options, that's where I'm like, all right, like the boundary is, I don't want nothing to do with you. Right. I think, I think I'm really just like a true definition of gone with the wind. Like, yeah. I'm not going to confront you. I'm not going to badger you. I just feel like it's been abused so much by people yeah. I really care for. It has really pushed me in a sense where I just avoid it because I feel like, and granted, it's not, it's something I'm still working on when it comes to accountability, but my need for communication has just been weaponized so bad by mm-hmm. people I care about. It has it has almost pushed me into a point where like I don't want to communicate. I I told you um a couple months ago where I was dating a guy and he said, You just talk in circles. Like he was like, You're talking in you circles. Know what I did to him. Listen, <laughs> that hurt me so bad because yeah. to know that I struggle with communication and holding people accountable. So when I am pouring myself to someone it can almost feel like you a know, pushback right so then it's like you telling me i'm talking in some circles and it's like okay so this is why i don't do it in yeah. the first place yeah. so now you push me back into that isolation point mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what instead of holding people accountable when they make me mad now i'm just done with you because that's what works do you also believe this can tie hand in hand to emotional safety because yes being so i don't think people understand that how broke my emotional heart. safety shows up in relationships mm-hmm. and stuff and how it takes a lot of undoing to like actually forgive a person for saying because that yes. that, that right there is you know i've been told it's a trigger for me yeah so now it's a trigger like yes like, I, I find myself in, con- I kid you not, I'm always like, okay, enough about me. What are you, what are you up to? Yeah, or, I don't want to talk. As, but yeah. you say it so jokingly. Yeah. But that I has say became, it to this day. Yeah. I always be like, okay, that's like, you're, don't flatter me. Or, you yeah. know, I'm just like. But you see how the people's words hurt so bad. Can hurt and stuff. Yeah. And they say, oh, like words shouldn't hurt. Yes, they do. Yeah. They, they do. do. And, and they're impactful. people don't understand the impact they make and stuff. And so now I have to train my mind i have to undo 
this notion of I talk too much or I'm right. talking in circles when I have conversations with people mm-hmm. and stuff. And I know like that's still like a fresh, you know, not too fresh, but it's still something that was said to you this year. Right. So yeah. It's like. And I think when he said it, he just said it and didn't have like a real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people say a lot of things that they don't know really steeps. Mm -hmm. But like for me, I think with just me even getting to the point where, like you said, just like you, I was celibate for a while, had not dated um, or just taking anyone serious. So the one time I had pushed the envelope a little Mm -hmm. bit, dated and really you know, try to yeah, open yeah. myself back up and in a situation where I'm pouring my feelings out, you telling me that I'm talking this stuff. I just felt a sense of like emotional rejection. Mm. Like you just shut me down. Emotional rejection. Yeah. And it was just like, but what I did know is after that conversation, he's not seen me again. Yeah. And but and that's how it goes. Like once you hurt me, instead of holding you accountable. Like once you hurt, like I'm good. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't need no drama. I think that emotional rejection. It, once, oh, you, you know me. Yeah. I picked up that phone quick. Once yeah. I feel, re- you cut. Yeah. You're cut, and I know it's like what well, in that moment definitely was. Oh, you're cut. Like, but you know, right. I still, I still went back for conversation because yeah. I need to understand why you was tweaking he out. Me, yeah, you know, but like one thing I can say that you have poured into me and stuff is like, oh, it's okay. Like, yeah, val, like honor your yeah. journey you know because yeah. we're sitting right here we're on this pod we're on this episode talking about like the undoing but we've had like different experiences yeah. you know and like where you you are with the undoing where i'm at with the undoing it may be different and thank you for holding me yeah. accountable girl you give me deadlines had this conversation by this oh, time because that august 10th deadline is approaching isn't it oh it's already Oh, but that's already clipped. In we mind. redeemed. Yeah. I, on the last episode, I've been <laughs> freed from the shackles of yeah. delusion. Thank you, Lord, in so Jesus' if name. So you haven't tapped into the last episode. Please get back into it. That was so much tea. But yes, the undoing, it's real. And we're still going through it. Yeah. Because it, it looks different. It looks so different. The undoing, let's be very clear, it doesn't just tap into like romantic, platonic, family. Like it taps into like jobs. What jobs. I am going to accept, what I'm not going to accept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah school the undoing can show up in so many areas mm-hmm. how you respond to people right how you show up for people i would have went off but now i just kept my cool that yeah. was an undoing if yeah. you consistently used to be someone that cut somebody out mm-hmm. the moment you just took a breath was yeah. a sign of under oops some is working you know in what? me some is working in me down yeah that was that was yeah. a part of the undoing and i think the the process with the undoing it's not an immediate effect like you may have some relapses, mm-hmm. you may slip up, you and may that's do something. Okay. Humanize yourself. But the undoing, it is it's a verb, it's a process. So the first time you didn't clap back, that was that was movement. Yeah. That was movement. Yeah. So that's T, but yeah, that's my current undoing. Like it's something that I'm still dealing with. And I'm just asking God to give me the strength. And like I appreciate this is not a I don't have friends podcast. I have lovely friends and people mm-hmm. I love and care about yeah. but you know it is something that I'm struggling with right just genuine friendships people that yeah. you know are around me but I'm grateful for you as Aww. a friend because you really do hold me I think we hold I think we do a great job uh, I just and let me a lot of my friendships have yeah. different like highlights about them but we I'm hold growing. each other accountable let me tell y'all seriously Katie told me okay have you talked to the person that's giving you yeah. giving you this trouble? Right. Okay. Until you talk to them, 
I don't, don't talk about to it. me. I don't want to hear about it. Respectfully. And I want to love on you. I could have brought it up. Like, could have brought that. And I didn't. Because yeah. I respect you so much. Right. I heard what you said. Right. Because it, said, it's, it's a different assignment. It's like, okay, we we can just sit and rap about it. But, like, I don't want to. Like, for me, when it comes to our friendships with Neek, like, I don't want us to have the same conversation with the same situations in January. And it's December and it's the same conversations. Yeah. Like I expect, I'm going to be honest and I'll say this here publicly. I expect more when it comes to you. That's period. Woo. I expect more. I don't expect below average, average. I expect exceedingly and abundantly. Amen. That's the standard for this, for this friendship, like yeah. exceedingly and abundantly. Wow. So if that's not what's flowing for you, like girl, we we gotta do we gotta we gotta figure something out wow like that's the expectation of our friendship and like that's what i need i need that same expectation Mm -hmm. back like i'm not gonna get it perfect give me my days give me my time but at the end of the day the expectation in this friendship is that we always invite god back in and and we we figure it out yeah we're we're after god's heart and gladness every day mm. and that's what it is like if we not on that frequency i expect more out of this friendship yeah. yeah i know that's what you do with your other no shade i don't know what she does with her other friends she to be clear <laughs> but i don't know what you do outside of this friendship but, but in we're this not friendship, going for that and it's like for me not one of us it. gotta be up yeah it, we both come on now i'll be telling you like when one of us all right well i'm gonna be the one that lifted us up and then right. vice versa you know and we may have our moments but it's like we're always talking through what could be done better. Right. You know, um, and even through this undoing process, it's like, all right, girl, I know, I know life is whooping us here, but how can we be excelling there? A minor inconvenience earlier. And you was just like, God is still good. God is still good. Next. We're not ready to entertain this conversation. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always, it's okay. I'm Mm -hmm. a, it's okay. It's okay. God is in, that's my, I always tell people I love them. It's Okay. And God is in control. Those he are sure probably is. the things. I'm like, God is in control. He's it's so okay. He's so beautiful. I love you. Praise God. Words of affirmation. Because that's all we need. Like, even if it don't feel okay, it mm, is okay. It is okay. And, and through it's going this, to be okay. Yeah. And through this undoing process, God is still in control. I still love you. And it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Whatever you're going through, whatever storms you're having, like, it's all good. You're not the only one. You're this, not. Man, Baby, ain't nothing new to God. You, nothing. Nothing. He already knew that was going to yeah. happen. You think the earthquake going in your life is the, is the biggest and the baddest thing that happens to this world? It's somebody out there, not to minimize, but. In this moment, yeah. you know, it's somebody out there in a hospital right. bed. You think your undoing is so bad and so awful. It's okay. We it's all okay. going through our own struggles. What I say? Favorite quote made this up 2019. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. But I said that. <laughs> but it's yours, Bookie. Every new aspect of your life will demand a different version of yourself. Absolutely. You are your biggest obstacle. So once right. you overcome you, meaning once you do the undoing, your life goes up. Right. But you still... There's always got to be a new skill set yeah. with every elevation. There there has to be. Yeah. And if you're leveling up and if you're adding going to stuff, that means you're undoing this bracket and you're moving. Like, yeah. it's going to be an undoing, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your undoing could be great things changing, mm-hmm. but it's still undoing the bad stuff that right. happens. So it's, it's not always bad. It's not always line- linear, but... It's always necessary and it's always according to God's will for you. And that's all that matters, whether right. you understand it or not. If it's God's will, 
It's always going to be done. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm. That's so good. That was good for the soul, baby. Good for the soul. So after this episode, what's good for the soul for you? What's something that you're taking away into like the new next time we like, you know, sit down, chop it up and stuff. When we chop it up, baby. What's good? What's good for the soul for me is um acceptance. You mm, know what I mean? Just yeah. acceptance. That's gonna be good for me. Just realizing that um I can't expect me out of everybody sometimes. Yeah. So just accepting that and like using it not as a position to be down or hard on other yeah. people, but just seeing like, okay, this is what it is. But just like leading in truth and letting the truth empower you. Sometimes the truth can destroy you, but just accepting and always choosing to let the truth empower me. So I'm just moving forward with the acceptance of being free from the shackles of delusion Ooh. recently, baby. Person. It feel good and loose around my room. Them shackles was tight. <laughs> so it feel good. So what's good for the soul, Neek? What's good for the soul? Acknowledging. Like for me, yeah. not just acknowledging like myself and my experiences. Mm-hmm. And again, like humanizing the things that I've endured in regards to relationships and stuff. But I just want to acknowledge like everything that's going on around me. Again, people... You open me up, you think you will probably see Skittles, but right. it's so many things, so many mm-hmm. layers, you know. Um, wow. So many layers. It's yeah. so many layers and stuff. And I feel like the people closest to me, y'all get to see the vulnerable side and stuff. And I still show up as my authentic self, like on social media yeah. more. They just don't have the full y'all access. I don't get the full access. Yeah. And they see the same movie, just not 3D. Yeah. Like, oh, me <laughs> got the accomplishments. Me yeah. doing this and stuff. But do you get to see the, the heartbreak? Do you right. get to see, like, the walking and the weeping mm. no you just see the walking you don't get to see the weeping the weeping yeah, yeah. and so there's been plenty of times me and you just showed up as our best version and, and like they don't even know the day before i'm gonna break down yeah when i get in that car i'm gonna break down yes. you know so what's good for the soul is just acknowledging where i'm at and stuff and understanding like god's will is going to be done you know and everything that i'm experiencing over the last couple of months the transitions and stuff um, and just loving the process, like just loving it, even though it it comes with its days and right, stuff. Right, the undoing is the not undoing. fun, but it's always necessary. Yeah. But you gotta love it. You gotta love. To you love gotta it. you gotta love to learn your process. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. that is all, folks. I this was good. This is good. good this, this was good. Good for this. So I can't wait to see you guys next week. Yes, y'all stay tuned. We absolutely love Keep you. Keep up with us on all of our social media platforms. And we'll see you all next week. This is Good, good for, for the, the Soul. soul.